The Partnership for Public Service says its latest Best Places to Work rating should be a wake-up call for federal agency leaders. After three straight years of government-wide gains on the Employee Engagement Index, the 2018 version, conducted with the Boston Consulting Group, found nearly six in ten federal organizations lost ground, and a handful of agencies saw double-digit declines in just one year. Mallory Bark-Bullman is the Vice President for Research and Evaluation at the Partnership. She talked with me about this year's rankings. So the Best Places to Work is really intended to focus on employee engagement across the government. We want to make sure that we're celebrating successes where we've seen it and identifying places where improvements may be needed. And, and you know, as we look at 2018, I'd say it's really a tale of two governments. You have about 40% of agencies that went up this year in that category, you have some really large agencies, which is really challenging to see improvements there. You have agencies like HHS, you have the Department of Homeland Security, you have the Department of Defense, the Department of Transportation, and the Department of Commerce. These are large agencies where, candidly, it's really hard to make a difference. You also, though, have about 60% of agencies where there was a decline in 2019, in 2018, I'm sorry. Uh, when we have looked historically at the data, we typically run a regression to understand what is the largest driver of engagement. Over the past several years of the best places to work, the primary driver is the same. It's always leadership. You know, does that mean that it is the case in every particular instance? No. But what we, when we look at the questions that the FEVS asks on leadership, that's what we see numerically as the primary driver of engagement. So let's stick with history. I mean, looking back historically again, is there is there something to say for the idea that some of this might just have to do with a change in administrations? I mean, do we tend to see downward pressure when new leadership comes in and, and gives the workforce a somewhat different set of priorities for their agency? Well, so last year was the first year of the Trump administration, and it was an up year. Uh, we saw you know, great variability during the Obama years as well. There were certainly up years and there were down years as well. We've seen that, you know, the workforce really focuses on a couple things, one being their leadership. The second primary driver is something we call skills mission match. We know the federal workforce cares profoundly about making a difference. They care profoundly about the mission of their agencies. And in instances where agencies have or employees have the tools they need to be successful, we've seen engagement scores go up. In the years you know, when you look at the scores from 2013, 2014, the years of sequestration and budget cuts, you really saw dramatic downturns in the engagement score. And that's been you know, something that we found to, to be true over time. You also have to remember that 80% of the federal workforce is outside of the D.C. metropolitan area. So while in D.C. a lot of times we do think about, you know, some of the political leadership, when you're talking about the field, that is not necessarily the leaders that they're thinking of. There were some agencies where the where the drops were just, I would say, shocking. Uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau down 25% year-to-year. National Labor Relations Board down almost 13%, 31% at the Federal Labor Relations Authority. I mean, just on first blush, if I were try, to try to come up with a theory for why the drops were so large at those agencies, it might be that employees there might be more likely to feel that their agency's mission is in some ways at odds or being undermined by current administration policies or priorities. Or am I missing something? Is there some other some other way to explain drops of that magnitude? So when you see 
see a drop of that magnitude, right? You want to look at the leadership in the agency. You know, you do have agencies where you've had large changes in leadership. You also want to look at instances where something has changed that's affected the ability of employees to do their job. If you look at Export-Import Bank, they saw a large drop this year, but Export-Import Bank has lacked the political appointees to be able to make most of the larger scale deals that they've been able to do in the past. They don't have a quorum, much like Merit Systems Protection Board doesn't have a quorum. So these are instances where the ability of employees to deliver on the mission of their agency is profoundly impeded by just the lack of leadership in those types of roles. So those are the types of things you want to look for when you see a drop of that magnitude. And you guys are calling this a wake-up call for federal leaders. Assuming they do wake up, what should they be doing? So I think the first thing you want to make sure that you're doing is listening to federal employees. In places where we've seen large improvements over time, it's been places where federal leaders take time to listen to their employees. We often say the best places tells you the questions to ask, but it doesn't tell you the answers. You want to make sure that you're talking to employees to get those answers. And and frequently, those answers lie outside of the headquarters function. This is a really good opportunity for agency leaders to travel to the field and talk with them about their experiences in dealing with various issues. The second thing that we would advise leaders to do is make sure they are communicating about the results. There's always a question on the FEVS, question 41, which is, I believe the results of the survey is going to be used to make a difference. The results of that question are very positively correlated with whether or not employees take the time to fill out the FEVS. We know response rates are dropping, We really need agency leaders to be communicating clearly and loudly that they hear this from the employees, that they're listening and they're ready to take action. That's not always an easy thing to do. So you want to make sure that those leaders are really preparing to make sure individuals know that they're they're being heard. And can we talk about VA for just a second? Because they complicated things for you guys a little bit this year by opting out of FEVs and doing their own survey. But... As I understand it, the results from their own survey actually do show some potential progress, right? Sure. So, you know, the VA has actually done its own survey for the past several years. They do something called the AES, and they had historically administered both the AES and the FEVS at the same time. What they found, and not surprisingly, is that employees were experiencing some survey fatigue from having to take both surveys. So what they ended up deciding to do in 2018 was stopping taking the FEVS and instead took the AES. Now, as you know, the partnership accepts the scores from about a dozen agencies that don't take the FEVS. We just require that they meet three criteria. They need to ask the same three questions we include in our index score. They need to administer the survey at the same time as the FEVS, and they need to have at least a 50% response rate. When an agency meets those criteria, we accept the scores and we give them a best places to work index score. One thing that we have never done historically is taken those data and included it in our government-wide score. This year got a little complicated because the VA, as you know, represents 18% of the federal civilian workforce. So taking them out of the government-wide score really changed the size of the denominator. So we wanted to make sure we were comparing apples and apples. We provide a modified government-wide score for 2017 and wanted to measure what the change was between 2017 and 2018. 
All right. And let me just wrap us up with sort of a who cares question, Mallory. I mean, it, it, why should agency leaders be concerned about dropping engagement scores? What does it do to mission? Sure. So at the end of the day, we all know that America deserves a federal government that's doing what the American public want. We want one that's efficient, that's innovative, that's responsive to the needs of its citizens. And when we know is highly engaged employees make a difference. They are willing to put in that little extra effort. They're willing to go that extra step. And what you see as a result is better customer service scores, better outcomes, and more efficient measures. It's really the secret sauce that makes things work. That's Mallory Bark-Bullman, the Vice President for Research and Evaluation at the Partnership for Public Service. You can find this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.